0: I tell everybody, touch my games. A lot of people don't like me, but you know what I'm saying. I, I I'm not here to, to 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 fit in. My 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 message is to be yourself, and I'm always myself. I'm always I always push that message to be yourself and and, and embrace yourself, who you are. Listen, I'm a kid with rainbow hair, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a kid with, with rainbow teeth. What does that mean?
1: Oh yeah, my favorite podcast. Is the Sick and Wrong Podcast Cause it's a very good podcast Oh yeah, 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 yeah It's a funny, 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 funny show Sick and Wrong Podcast Is a wonderful podcast In the whole wide, wide, wide
2: world Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary I'm your host, E. Simon What up, bud? I'm Harrison It's cracking there, mm. Harrison
3: <laughs> Hey, I
2: was wondering about this When you were stabbed Yeah By your ex-girlfriend ex-girlf- My ex
3: girlfriend,
2: Your ex friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Was she of average height, or was she a dwarf?
3: She was not a dwarf Oh, she wasn't a dwarf. Oh, yeah, okay. Five, maybe like 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine, five, nine. Wow, five, she eight, could do some damage. 5'8". It's like taller than me. Something, maybe. No, she's not tall. She was, you know. five six,
2: five seven. 5'6", so 5'7". Yeah, she's yeah, an average like height. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Average height.
2: The reason I'm asking is because I read an article this week that Bridget mm. the Midget, the porn mm. star, oh, sure. uh, stabbed her boyfriend in Vegas. Mm. Yeah, Las Vegas police just arrested Cheryl mm. Marie Murphy after she got into a fight with her boyfriend um, last week. Hmm. And Vegas stabbed him right in the leg. But I was thinking about this. It's like, you know, how old was she going to stab him in the shoulder?
3: Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, like, you know, she's probably three feet tall. She's got to get up on a table.
2: I mean, he's looking to like, he can get
3: stabbed in the dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But that's what I was wondering, because your girl, were you, so you were probably sitting seated when no, it happened. No, I was standing. You were standing, mm-hmm. she was seated. Nope. She was standing too. Yeah. So why, how did she stab, why didn't she stab me in the shoulder?
3: Because she wanted to stab me in the, Dick. Oh, she was going for the dick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so I she was stabbing down. leg. I I, yeah. Oh, and that's how you got stabbed in the leg. Mm. Knee block.
2: Yeah. Um, people mm. might remember that we tried to get Bridget the Midget on the show. Mm. Um, I think it was like a holiday show years ago, like probably eight or nine years ago. Mm. And uh, we called mm. her up. I had her home phone number. We called her up and she just wouldn't answer. Mm. Called her like four or five times and uh we never i don't think we ever got
3: her on we might i know we like communicated back and forth but she, she's still on stern or no, no she is, she's not probably has a different anymore. name like bridget the awesome person or something yeah because they can't use
2: uh, (laughs) they can't use like derogatory terms anymore right yeah yeah. but yeah she stabbed Mm. her boy from the leg and then broke a window Mm. she was wilding Mm. Um, he was transported to uh, the Mm. hospital and she's been released but she's facing charges of domestic battery the deadly weapon Mm. she's gonna own that cell block Mm. that's the thing I kind of you know I've had had dwarves on the mind I watched uh, Willow not that Mm. long ago when's the last time you saw that I haven't seen that in ages. Willow, you watched you know, it recently? Yeah, oh, okay. I watched it. I had mm. it, you know, I had it on my uh, mm. my uh, my media server, my Plex media server, and I was flipping there. I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen Willow. Val Kilmer's in that too. Mm. Warwick Davis. Oh yeah, sure, well, Yeah. But you know that and movie, Lenny and Squiggy. Oh yeah, Lenny and Squiggy. we both yeah, yeah. we're both, uh, were both those in little those brownies.
3: World. Those little guys. You know, that's, yeah.
2: That movie had the yeah. most uh, dwarves of any movie, right. Next to the Wizard of Oz. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're like a lot. It's a good dwarves. Nintendo game too. But that leads me into, uh, was it? Actually, it was I Truth. Never, I never actually played the Nintendo
3: game. Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, wow, yeah. was it? Were yeah. you uh, Willow? It was kinda like Zelda, yeah, you were Willow, yeah. You kinda I think at one through. point, you might have been Mad Mardigan too, but I'm, I can't remember exactly. Mad Mardigan. Yeah.
2: I'm surprised they aren't remaking that. Uh, I'm sure they are. Oh, they're going to? I'm sure yeah. they will, you Wonderful. Know. <laughs> and then they'll probably have CG dwarves. Yeah. They probably won't have real dwarves. Because <laughs> yeah. isn't that what they did in uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings? No, they had real dwarves. No, those guys weren't real. They were the Hobbit movies. The Hobbit mm, movies mm. weren't those. Those guys weren't real
3: dwarves. No,
2: they weren't. Yeah, they, the, the had CG dwarves, dwarves were dwarves though. Who played the main dwarf? The guy, uh, what's his name? The black. Guy, that guy's not a dwarf, is he not? I don't think any of those guys. Grimly, are dwarves. who
3: plays Grim?
2: I forget that he's a famous actor. He's a Grimes. guy. I don't think any of those okay. guys are dwarves. All right, bullshit. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, the guy that was, um, uh, who's that? Elijah Woods' friend, Sam.
3: Yeah, 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 fucking Puff, uh, Sean, <laughs> Sean
2: Astin. Aston, Sean Aston. That yeah. guy's a normal-sized yeah, man. A normal. I don't know. Makes me wonder. He's on if, the short side. You know. Makes me wonder if they're ever going to make the movie "The Dwarves of Auschwitz." Right. I would like to see that actually. Mm. That's the type of dwarf movie I'd enjoy. Um, I've been reading about mm. the the Ovitz family. It's yes. which is a subject I wanted to do on the show for a while, but I've been kind of padding out our uh, Holocaust. Topics. Yeah, I've been
3: fighting against it <clears throat> recently <laughs> just because. Uh, Because people will be like, oh, that means Harrison's a founding member of the Daily Sturmer. Harrison (coughs) fears the stigma of the Nazis. Mm. Because everyone's like, you guys are a Nazi podcast now because you do a Nazi show every (laughs) every three
2: years. (laughs) And it's like, motherfucker. Okay, you can blame Mm. me. I picked Mm -hmm. this topic out. Mm -hmm. But it is something I wanted to talk about for a while. I don't normally think it's been... Covered to death Mm. by all the other podcasts. I don't even like white
3: people, (laughs) including
2: myself. So, but the story of the Ovitz family, the Seven Dwarves of Auschwitz, is actually quite interesting. Yeah, Um, they were a family of dwarves, which you don't really think about. But uh, and not only that, like the 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 family Mm. also had average height, like normal height kids as well. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, there was like a family of dwarves, the Ovitzes. They uh, came from a village in Transylvania. Transylvania. Rozovlia. Hey. You've been <clears> to <throat> Transylvania, haven't you? I have. It's great. Have you ever been to this town, <clears> Rozovlia? <throat> no. No, I have not. It's in Transylvania. <clears throat> um, Transylvania is huge, by the way. Oh, okay. It's so probably it's like massive... the size of the Czech Republic. Is Transylvania north
3: of Romania? It's or in, is it part, it's of part, of it's part of Romania? It's part of Romania. It's like yeah. The, the, la- the northern it, part? It's most of Romania. It's like the northwest part of Romania. Or the northwest part the of Romania. The border is uh, okay. hung- Hungary. Yeah. So, so. they're the uh, largest recorded family of dwarves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and um, they, uh, the patriarch, mm. who was also a dwarf, was a respected rabbi of the village. Mm. Shimson Isaac Ovitz. He married twice, fathered 10 children, seven with dwarfism. After his death, his uh, widow urged the dwarf children to make a living performing since their size prevented them from working on land. Hmm. Um, so there was Rosica, Franzica, Avram, Frida, Mickey, Elizabeth, and Perla. They all performed as the music and theater act, the Lilliput troupe. And they toured Central Europe to rave reviews. Everybody loved that. In hmm. fact, wouldn't you go see a dwarf musical? Like, if there was a touring dwarf yeah, musical, yeah, well, I, would, I would definitely go see that. Yeah. Or like maybe like a musical of Time
3: Bandits or something. Right. Well, do you they remember when they that, actually, actually did have that freak show on uh, at Venice Beach? For oh, a yeah, while? yeah, yeah. I went to that. They had a wolf man.
2: He had the. Yeah, they did, they had a Mexican kid. Hypertrichosis he was like a, Or whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Yeah, with the hairy yeah, yeah. hair all over his face. Yeah, he had the wolf yeah. man. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, there, you know, there used to be a couple freak shows. Jim uh, Jim Rose had a dwarf. Yeah, yeah, would sure. do stuff, and uh, yeah. William Dark. Do you ever see that guy? Mm. No, he was on the East. He was on the East Coast. William mm. Dark's freak show spectacular. He had mm. a dwarf that could do cool stuff too.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I, and I've been to the one in uh, Coco. The killer clown was a dwarf at uh, Coney Island. You got kind of I've suck, seen though. pictures. He yeah. just painted himself up because they. Hey, I'm Coco the Killer Clown. How you doing? Eh, I killed my woman. She <laughs> pissed me off. I <laughs> fucking killed her. What do you want from me? All right, I'm out of here. You know, like that was pretty much Coco the Killer Clown's whole bit.
2: <laughs> so uh, the Ovitzes were the mm. first self-managed all dwarf entertainment ensemble in history. Okay. And believe it or not, Hit, uh, Hitler himself actually really liked dwarves. Mm. He was a big fan. He was a big mm. fan of the Disney movie. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hmm. That came out in 1937, and he loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading here that they, uh, the movie was banned in Germany uh, due to the anti-Americanism, but it made it into Hitler's possession. Sure. And he watched it many times. I'm sure he pleasured himself a, watching it. I mean, for that time, it's a gorgeous-looking film. Yeah, the no, film's animation was like uh, like greater before. than any technical yeah, yeah, yeah. expertise in, German, uh, yeah. in Germany at the time. Mm. Um, it upset Hitler.
3: The only thing better, and but this was in a feature with a Fleischer-Superman... Cartoons, the Fletcher brothers. <clears throat> no, they were oh, they were Jews those those from Hollywood who got kind of pushed out of the biz by Disney. But those those animated films that were from the earlier in the '30s, those are even more gorgeous. Those are it's the only thing that I, I wonder <laughs> around if if Hit, the same time. I wonder if Hitler knew that
2: Walt Disney was kind of like you know. A brother and a comrade that's a rumor i don't know
3: if that's true i don't know because if because if he did he literally surrounded like the last thing you would want to do if you didn't like jews was start an animation studio in hollywood because literally everybody else that worked at disney were jews look at volkswagen mm. it's like jews are good workers
2: mm. <laughs> so it's like they're like he's yep. exploiting them right. he probably paid them nothing
3: mm. Yeah, uh, but the the movie. I mean, it, he made he made anti Nazi propaganda, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. A cover. They're, um, you ever but, see Der Fuhrer's face? Was it? Wait, I
2: don't know if I remember Donald seen that Duck? One. Oh, with Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We become the Nazi. Yeah. It's great. That is actually mm. kind of a cool we An Oscar uh, cool for clip. It. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but it upset Hitler that they didn't have this type of uh, technical animation expertise, but mm. it also intrigued him so much mm. that he actually painted watercolor portraits of the Disney dwarves. I would love to get one of those. I don't know where you could find it, but I would love to have that. So anyway, the family would perform, travel all, all over uh, uh, Eastern Europe. Um, and uh, they, yeah, you know, they've been much, much like, I mean, throughout history, Doors have been entertainers. So, I mean, it seems, it seems to make sense. And so they did, uh, Perla had a, a, a tiny four-string pink guitar. Do you have a picture? Maybe I did. Show I put, it up, yeah, put it up. Yeah, she had a little guitar. Uh, Rosica and Franziska, they both had uh, violins, like yeah. quarter-sized violins. Uh, Mickey played a half-sized cello and an accordion.
3: Um, And uh, Mama used to dance for the money they'd throw, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) The elder brother was the uh, script writer, actor,
2: the general manager. And they actually had, you know, the average height family members work behind the curtains as stagehands and wardrobe mistresses. Right. So it was like a full ensemble.
3: It was like the sound of music, but nobody's pretty. It's kind of like the Partridge family if they're all deformed. Right. Which actually I think would make make a great
2: great show. That would be great. Yeah. Uh so when the Nazis came to power Susan Day,
3: right? That was the hot one from the Partridge family, right? Am I crazy? Well, unless you're gay, what about the Cassidy guy? Did people love him? Yeah, sure, people loved him, yeah. And
2: Bonaducci? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bonaducci, nah. especially now. God. Nah, bruh. Mm. Um so the mm. the Ovitzes, uh the Ovitzes when uh, when the Nazis mm. came to power, they were screwed. Doubly screwed if you think about it. Yeah. Because uh, under the Action T four Euthanasia Program, Germans said anybody who are physically who's physically or mentally disabled or
3: is a burden to society, so doors would be screwed. That reminds me, I got to do my taxes. I didn't even <laughs> fill out my T four <laughs> Euthanasia form. Yeah,
2: no, you got to get, get, get that done. I got to get on that in, shit. I do that right when I get it. Mm. Um, and then also, as Jews, mm. you're going straight to uh, yep. to the death camps. Mm. So uh, that's what happened to them. You know, May 1944. Uh, they were uh, they were brought to Auschwitz, and uh, because they were Jews. But the weirdest thing about it, all twelve members. But they could just
3: start singing and be like, and the Nazi guards will be like, "Oh, look at them! They are so cute. <laughs> Do we have to kill them? Really? Come on! Well, that's kind. That's kind of what happened.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because mm. uh, <laughs> well, this this is actually yeah. the article I read. This mm. uh, history of the, uh, mm. the this is from the Guardian. And they mm. do a really good job mm. corroborating the story, yeah. Because that—that's the one thing. It's like they want to subject it to the same. Unlike American publications, which are mm. just like, oh, you know, God, Trump t- spoke to who? Trump said what? All right, mm. we're printing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these guys actually, d- you know, check mm. their sources, right? Yeah. And uh, they even like corroborated the stories with other survivors and inmates and doctors mm. to make sure that this this account by the the uh, surviving is because the Ovitzes actually survived. Mm. And uh, she, like, I think uh, Perla wrote a book about it. Um, they, like, corroborated it. Mm. Uh, however, they followed the advice of uh, a Holocaust historian named Yehuda Bauer who said, one must never argue with a survivor.
4: Mm. <laughs> I don't right. think you're
2: allowed mm. to, like, if you see a Holocaust survivor, be like, bullshit! Mm. Um, because then you're going to be an actual Nazi.
3: Yeah, although you know? that has happened. There have been some people that publish books that people are like, this never happened, dude. Well, that's kind of... of I mean, they, mm. they
2: do their... And that's the thing too. I mean, if you think about it, it's like with trauma too—trauma-induced mm. memories. It's yeah, like yeah. You never know how that might happen. But anyway, um, the way the way Perla describes what happened is that uh, when they were um, taken from uh, from uh, the trains, they were taken straight to a gas chamber. Ordered stripped naked, a heavy door open, they were pushed inside, and uh, suddenly they smelled gas, and they all fainted on the floor. And then they heard an angry voice from the outside say, There is my dwarf family. Mm. And they opened the door and there mm. was Dr. Mengele. Mm. Carried them out, poured cold water on them to revive us, the Who can savior. Turn the
3: world on with his smile, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Yosef Mengele. He's going to be in a mm. musical. Yeah,
2: um, But yeah, that's kind of, it's. well, that's the thing. Mm. They they corroborated this narrative to try mm. to find out. And it's somewhat true, but yeah. obviously there's some uh, some differing accounts mm. so what happened here is the, the dwarves and not only just dwarves anybody who is who is crippled maimed obese uh, humpbacks hermaphrodites giants mm. uh, corpulent <laughs> women if you were coming down the train mm. and you weren't just like mm. a you know a regular-sized jew mm. they're gonna be like uh you gotta go stand over here yeah and so with you know if it was just one dwarf i don't know if they would care as much flat-footed sad sex Yeah. All all of them back of the line. But you know, if it was just one dwarf, I don't know if they would really care as much. But Mm. all of a sudden you got a fucking family of dwarves. Oh yeah. It's a family, a veritable family of dwarves coming Mm. out. So the SS guys were like, Oh, we need to wake up Dr. Mengla. Because it was in the middle of the night. Mengla was asleep in his room. And so they ran over they uh, they knew I mean they knew of this guy's he had a collector's mentality sure they called it the human circus mm. he just loved freaks he liked
3: twins also he lo- yeah. well twins, twins yeah I mean deal. he loved
2: twins yeah. but in the middle of the night you got seven dwarves along with a couple mm-hmm. tall siblings yeah yeah it's almost too good to be true oh yeah so they woke him up and uh, you know he was ecstatic he was delighted he's like now I have worked for 20 years you know he hurried out to see his acquisitions um, and this is what kind of happened. This is why there's differing accounts. So a black army truck took them to a building at the edge of camp. They were pushed in, stripped naked. Mm. And uh, and they claimed that they like smelled the fumes, and this is where they passed out, and their gas, and the Mengla came out. Mm. But as it turns out, what ended up happening is they were taken to a camp sauna for disinfection. Right. So, you know, and if you look at it, it's like, sure. I imagine it, it, it would be... You know very unsettling if you're taken somewhere and it's like waters poured over heated stones they're cleaning mm. you off because you're on this train and it's you know it's hot so I imagine like you know kids who would have a you know traumatic effect on, on people because they don't know what's going on yeah yeah they've heard all these stories but if you had this uh, what's nice about this journalist is they actually looked into you know they had I first firsthand eyewitness accounts to verify the story and they looked into how a gas chamber actually worked mm. so with a gas chamber they're designed to kill between 500 and 2,000 people at once. Mm. So it's not like they're gonna take 12 dwarves and shove them in there. It's like they, they, they wanna kill in mass. And uh, Cyclone B is only effective at a room temperature of 27 degrees Celsius. Mm. So that's achieved by cramping a mass of people together. It's like they're just gonna shoot a small number of people. They're not gonna just like throw in, you know, 22 people into a gas chamber. It's a waste of Cyclone B. Yeah. You know? Got a. That's the thing with Germans; they're mm. meticulous. Yeah, yeah. They're meticulous engineers. They're engineer minded, mm. um, and they keep saying, you know, what? What about the appearance of Mengele at the door? Because they regard him as as a savior. And it mm. is true that he rescued them several times at the hand of rival doctors who wanted to study the dwarves. Right. So I mean, it is true that Mengele somewhat kind of helped them out, but you know, I don't know. I mean. <clears throat> They all is, he, is he a savior? Did they all survive? All of them survived. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, Mengla, This says here in this article that uh, Mengla would gleefully recite a chant to them, because he loved the dwarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his prize. Yeah. He said, over the hills and seven mountains, mm. there my seven dwarves do dwell. Uh, the women referred to Mengla as your excellency and sang for him at his request.
3: Right. I'm sure eventually he would have happily, like vivisected them one by one while making the other ones sing during that operation i mean you know he's, he's <laughs> I'm su- sure oh yeah. for sure like, he, he subjected them to like yeah, horrifying yeah, yeah, yeah. experiments yeah, yeah. but
2: yeah. at the same time but this is, shows you like how much of a psychopath this man was yeah, 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 yeah. you know on, mm. on the uh, the uh, the periphery he was just like oh you know i love mm-hmm. me. he brought gifts to the family mm. toys or candy that was confiscated from confiscated from deceased children at the camp mm. he would give them like you know teddy bears and shit right and he would often flirt with Frida saying like how beautiful you look today mm, right but then meanwhile you know he's like doing mm. terrible things to them he was I he was mean, a, hot, a terrible he was man a hot
3: doctor too yeah he was
2: like, you see he was like picture of him? steamy yeah you and know look at this picture of him yeah, right? yeah. yeah Mengla like he's, a,
3: mm. he's an attractive man there a good Looker. <laughs> yeah. but so Mengla had like it must have been hard to be a, like a single Jewish woman there because you have to fight all your urges to try to, <laughs> go, go, after this, to go after the hot Nazis. single doctor you know <laughs> he's a doctor you say oh it's a doctor huh well he's vivisecting me so
2: i don't know <laughs> but he so i mean Mengla had like several hundred twins in his think nobody listens to the show yeah i know I mean, could you imagine if uh, it was like your, your work found out about this right yeah. um Mengele had several hundred twins mm. at his disposal and he carried, notori- you know, carried out notoriously cruel experiments on them. But he had only one family of dwarves. Mm. So with the dwarves, you know, he treated them, you know, he gave them uh, special living quarters, he gave them uh, larger food portions. He didn't shave their heads because mm. he needed it for experiments. Right. He uh, couldn't give them prisoner uniforms because it wouldn't fit their bodies. Mm. So they got to wear their own clothes. And so here uh, in this account former inmates said that they thought they were hallucinating when they saw like a group of just seven dwarves dressed warmly and elegantly just strolling down the street. It's like mm. could you imagine that acid flashback? Um, so the thing is with Mengla would set, set him apart with doors from the twins is uh, for the research on twins he was actually a field worker for his mentor. It was Professor Atmar von Schuer in Berlin. but uh, he was looking for a niche like a niche research niche of his own mm. and that's what he found with these dwarves. No one had been studying dwarfism. So what he was aiming to do is to discover not only that uh, the, you know the biological and pathological causes of dwarfism, mm. but he wanted to demonstrate the racial theory that in the course of its history, the Jewish race had degenerated into a people of dwarves and cripples. Mm. That, that's our own, that's our true natural form. Right. Oh, is, I see. Yeah, fanged mm. dwarves and cripples with horns. <laughs> <laughs> that's a theory. It's just yeah. like they've degenerated from human into dwarf monsters. Right. And the, all the Nazis are
3: like, yes, mm. we see that as true. Well, you know, I don't know. When I have to like spend half my life at, like, the ear doctor and the dermatologist's office, you know? <laughs> like, there's something to that. I think it's just, like, they lived in isolated communities, so there was a lot of cousin-fucking too. A lot of incest, ago, you know? I think, is what uh, so, people cause. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, mm,
2: for them, it's, mm, you know, this dehumanizes Jews. Right, because sure. Because now you can say that they're monsters. Well,
3: also, Mengele, like, Mengele did, to be fair, he did ask to be put in Auschwitz, but it wasn't because he had a promising... You know, medical academic future, who's kind of a hack, you know? But I mean, he had a mentor. He but did, I mean, yeah. But I mean, was he was kind of a hack. Like, all the experiments, there was like almost no scientific method to his experiments. It was just kind of butchery, like, well, I don't know. Here, let's try this.
2: I mean, that's you know? true, yeah. yeah. It's like he didn't really. I don't think he yeah. had any kind of scientific
3: regimen. Let's try that he putting was, this guy's eye in this guy's asshole, or what you know, like whatever, like just random bunch of shit. I
2: mean, it seems so random that what they would do here. It's mm. like uh, the doctors would extract bone marrow. Pull out healthy teeth, pluck hair, eyelashes, mm. and then uh, the gynecological tests are disgusting. I'm not even going to read okay. that, but uh, I mean, people, the teenage girls in the group are so terrified that a lot of the uh, like the nurses and other doctors are like, we're we're not going to help you out with this. I mean, it's <laughs> that horrible. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. the man, the man yeah. was. I mm. mean, the man was a demon. Yeah, he was. He was a demon, and they're just like, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. Um, he would pour boiling water into their ears. Mm. Followed by ice water. He'd put chemicals in their eyes. Um, I mean, there's just no moral boundaries to what he did. Mm. You know, it's kind of crazy. Um but yeah,
3: the gynecological exams are the worst. Well, it just goes to show you there's some divine justice because he got what was coming. Oh, wait, no, he never no, he did. He no, he never lived, did. He escaped. He lived like <laughs> next to a swimming pool in Argentina for the rest of his life. You know? Okay. So, yeah. so the one thing about
2: inmates, I mean, they were resourceful because mm. you hear about inmates like, you know, there were Jewish inmates that helped the guards because they kind of had to do what they could to survive. Mm. But I mean, they would try to improve their lot with whatever talents they had. I mean, a barber would, you know, give uh, haircuts to the capos. Yeah. You know, in exchange for cigarettes or bread, uh, seamstress might you know help uh, the block elders. You know, mend the block elders' clothing. Painter would paint uh, portraits
3: of the SSS guards. Or the SS it's guards, like that in you know? any prison. You know, you got to have a prison hustle. You well, know, you got to do what you can to you survive. You got to get those ramens. You got to get those ramens somehow. You got to get those sticky buns at the commissary. Sticky buns, you know what exactly, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, the white girls.
2: Um,
3: Mengla actually kept a
2: champion chess player alive just to play with him. Mm. He's just like, no, no, keep yeah. him, keep him here. Yeah. But so then if you think about it, these dwarves, mm. you know, not only are they unique in the sense that they're dwarves, but they also are talented. Mm. So it's like, you know, they have that going for them as well. So one thing that, uh, that happened in a lot of these uh, camps is they would have like massive feasts and like what they called Saturnalia's. We're celebrating at like the capos and block elders quarters. Mm. It was like a big thing. Like you know, it's mm. I think they well the joy division and all that. You know, mm. um, but uh, what they would do is usually like body dirty jokes. People go up there and tell dirty jokes. Sometimes a prisoner with a sweet voice would sing pre-war hits, mm. different languages. Uh, the capos love melancholy tunes, mm. so they would have like famous stars, a lot of them Jewish, just up there, just you know performing. Singing strange fruit or whatever. Yeah, singing no. strange fruit or whatever. Mm. So this is another thing that, that differs. So Perla Ovitz claims that her family never took part in any of the nightlife in the death camps. Mm. She said that they never sang or entertained mm. parties of capos or SS men. Like she's like, we never did that, except for one incident. Mm. Uh, one incident, uh, Tisha B'Av, which is mm. a, a holiday, Jewish holiday where they commemorate the destruction of the Holy Temple. mm mm-hmm. um, being familiar with the Jewish calendar Mengla is that one we where you're allowed to weasel out of work no you can't okay. get I know oh, although yeah. I'm stoked that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are coming up because yeah. you know I'm I'm like total atheist except mm. for those two days because yeah, yeah. I'm just like oh I gotta yeah. go to Shul sorry and they're just like okay you can have the day when off when are those coming up uh, I think Rosh Hashanah is on the 30th yeah so I'm getting the day off for I'll that I'm fucking doing that and then Yom Kippur is two weeks later fuck yeah totally right. gonna get off of fucking, that too hell yeah yeah. Um, but Tishabav I don't even I don't even know mm-hmm. when that is I guess it's in July I suppose Shomer, anyway, Shabbos. Yeah, Shomer Shabbos yes, Shomer Shabbos Mengla perversely ordered the leader of the uh, Nazi women's orchestra to prepare a special concert to desecrate the holy day mm. and what he did is uh you know and and uh, Perla remembers that they were, like she and her sisters watched the performance from Barstools you know and, and uh, watched them sing these songs but uh Fania who who is like in in her autobiography playing for time, she was one of the uh, members of the German orchestra, she she remembers the whole scene differently. She said, we started with a foxtrot, Mengla waving his hand, the doors filling the stage, some couples dancing, other participants only managing a kind of grotesque, depressing twist, the dwarf men bowing with a touch of servility, the women following, she said these creatures emit joyful sounds, trying to sing along with us, you know, German performers. They have high, shrieking voices. <laughs> <laughs> what did she write this in? Is in her autobiography? Okay, okay. Called "Playing for Time," mm. and meanwhile, this orchestra is playing. So mm. Mengla, so they were having an actual performance, and Mengla made his Nazi, or his mm, like mm. little dwarf, you mm. know, circus come mm. out. Um, and this actually you know this contradicts what Perla says because mm. she denied ever taking part in any mm. of these performances but I mean there Why are other performances deny, like you know I think it's because
3: you know as far you had to do something and it's better than like loading up the corpses of your friends and family into fucking wagons you I know? think it's
2: just the horror of performing for these awful yeah, yeah. like abusers you right. know it's like yeah. these Nazis like she didn't want to you know she didn't want to mm. offer them any kind of delight or mm. enjoyment okay. out of their existence but Obviously, they did. Mm. Um, I was reading here that uh, Mengele, there's another article, he knew how dwarfs delighted Hitler. Mm. So, he filmed uh, several home movies for him.
3: Mm. So, you got like the cameras out. Or well, the Christmas um, special. He's got the sweater. <laughs> He's like, it's the Josef Mengele 35th annual Nazi
2: Christmas special. It, he yeah. had the entire Ovid's family sing German songs for the, and dance around for the amusement of the Fuhrer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this is around the same time the family had just witnessed the gruesome deaths of two other dwarves yeah. whose bodies were boiled to remove the flesh from the bone. Jesus. Because Mengele wanted to the, display the bones in the Berlin Museum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a terrible
3: man. Yeah. I mean, he's just like such a demon. I have a question is there still a Nazi women's orchestra and can I slide into their DMs? <laughs> See,
2: now that's what gets us.
3: That's what raises the ire Look, of the I, listeners there, You Harrison. brought the whole
2: thing into this. Here you, you are you brought, having sexual fantasies about the Nazi women's orchestra. You brought it up. Now yeah. you're going to get all these phone calls yeah. of people being like, lay off the Nazi women's mm. orchestra, you pervert. Um, There's another another mm. account here that the Ovitzes is, uh, not only had him you know, had them, uh, film performances for Hitler. Mm-hmm. One day he would do this often. That and this also is this is de, you know denied by the Ovitz family, but there have been other accounts when uh, Mengele would have them uh, go to strange buildings off the campgrounds, and mm-hmm. when they walked on stage, the Ovitzes, the only people in the crowd were Nazi leaders and doctors. Then he would order them all to the strip naked, and then he would point and prod them with a billiard cue. Okay. A primary goal of his research was to show how Jews would degenerate into deformed beings, which would also validate, you know, killing all the Jews. Um, but his uh, stage presentation was a hit. Members of the audience, like, you know, would, would, <laughs> would clap for him and, like, mm. shake his hand and then offer, like, uh, the whole family, like, appetites or, you know, a whole family uh, refreshments mm. afterwards just to, you know, kind of, like, say, hey, that was a good job. You had a good time here. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible time. But yeah, you know Auschwitz was liberated in uh, nineteen forty-five, January twenty-seventh, nineteen forty-five, and uh, the Ovitzes were rescued by Soviet troops. And I think I have a picture of them, one of those pictures of them actually leaving Auschwitz. Um, I mean, they they thought for sure that mm. they were going to be put to death. Right. Eventually, as soon as Menglu was done with them. Right. You know, you know that guy has no qualms. He's, yeah, no, You he know, doesn't he's care. just like, he would put them to yeah. death and then display their, you know, their skeleton in a museum. I don't think he'd have any problem with that but 2 days uh, in 2 days previous uh, prior to the liberation Mengele actually approached elizabeth who was one of the uh, the ovitzes with a collection of glass eyes and was trying to match her shade because he was planning on taking those eyes mm. and then uh, yeah they were liberated mm. And so uh, during that time, the following four years, the family toured the wreckage of Eastern and Central Europe. They choreographed and performed the new routine. Oh, he was going to have her stuffed.
3: He was going to yeah. have her stuffed and put the glass eyes in. Put the glass eyes. He was oh, like wow. measuring her. Mm. Um,
2: but they, yeah, they uh, started touring, and uh, they actually had a new routine in remembrance mm. of their experience. Each night, Elizabeth, partnered with one of her brothers, would dance the part of life to his death in what they called the Totentons. Which is another performance,
3: the Totentanz, the Dance of Death. Yeah,
2: in 1949. Yeah. The family emigrated to Israel, and Elizabeth actually died in Haifa in 1992. Hmm. Mengla never captured or tried for his crimes. Nope. He died on a beach in Brazil in 1979.
3: Yeah, I thought he Man, died in a
2: swimming pool. I think he uh, mm. he died uh, yeah hmm. you know, okay. but yeah, the, the seven dwarves actually uh, actually made it out alive, all of them. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, the firstborn, Rosica, reached the age of 98. Her sister Franziska died in ninety one, and Perla died in September two thousand one. I think there's a picture of uh, all of them showing their ages. I had put that up, but it's kind of. I mean, it's. I mean, it's it's unbelievable that they, most people never made Auschwitz out of Auschwitz alive, but this whole family made it out. I mean, mm. I mean, well, I look back at my own family. Right. It's like I mm. lost almost my whole side of my uh, father's family, mm. you know, in uh, in Auschwitz actually. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy to think that this this family. I mean, people had to do what they had to do, but. Right. But yeah, it's like, um, I mean, Mengele did countless other horrible experiments oh, with yeah. people. Uh, but the dwarves were his uh, his unique prize. Mm. So there you go. The Seven Dwarves of Auschwitz. There you go. I still think it would make a great movie.
3: Uh, well, the, <clears throat> yeah, probably would. I mean, hard to cast, probably. Yeah, no, because you'd have to cast people that would have family resemblances, kind of, you know, a little bit. Yeah,
2: that's the other thing. You
3: don't really see as many dwarves in movies these days. Don't like in the '80s, they had so many. Right, because of advances in medical science. You know? Yeah, I guess. That's why, know, you're right? Planned <laughs> that's, Parenthood. That's why you don't see like Schlitzies anymore. Not our Schlitzie. Yeah. The, the other schlitzies <laughs> Yeah, you see you know? plenty of our Schlitzies around yeah, yeah, these yeah. days. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess
2: you, mm-hmm. you don't really see that. That's why I think they'll, mm-hmm. they'll probably end up doing like CG dwarves. But there think, is a documentary like a with Warwick Davis um, yeah.
3: about it that I saw
2: and the, years the, ago. In that documentary, mm-hmm. they actually interviewed Perla. They mm-hmm. see her talking. But it's like, I don't understand why they have Warwick Davis in Was he even Jewish? I, I mean, know, I guess he's
3: a dwarf. He's a dwarf. Yeah. he's a dwarf and he's an entertainer. Yeah. I so feel like get... that probably trumps... I think she played know. his brother. Or he, he
2: played the brother of Perla in that, in that uh, documentary. I think he was reenacting the scenes. Was of, he? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow.
3: Okay. I mean, <laughs> he's supposed to be the brother. All right.
2: Anyway, also there's a book that... Uh, mm. that um, Let me see if I can find it. There's a book that mm. Perla wrote called uh, In Our Hearts, We Were Giants Now. Mm. Which discusses her experience there. So...
3: And we can't feel this dream together.
2: And she sang that song yeah, yeah, yeah. after they got out of Auschwitz. <laughs> uh, people, this is episode 705 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have new stories coming up next, and uh, we have phone calls a little bit later. Uh, but first, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page. Here's a new promo sent in from Jesse, a listener, who huh. also sent a touching email. I think I forwarded it to you. Oh, okay. Do you see that? Yeah, it's see. a touching email. Hmm. I was quite touched by it. He asked. He actually asked. He was hmm. like, specifically... Please do not read this email mm. on the show. Okay. <laughs> so I'm respecting him. Right. I'm going to acknowledge that we mm. received a touching, heartwarming email, but mm. I'm not going to read it. Okay. But I, have, I will play mm. your promo. It's pretty good. Mm. So here it is.
5: Hello, Sick and Wrong patrons. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by the numbers you haven't, Sick and Wrong has their very own Patreon page where you can find outtakes, extra stories, extra phone calls, and a whole lot more. These guys are putting out at least another hour to a week of additional content. To put it in perspective, here are some things that are more expensive than a $5 a month membership on Patreon. A pack of smokes. A value meal at any drive-thru. One $6 whore. Three $2 whores. A $10 crack rock. A six-pack of beer. A beer at pretty much any club. One movie ticket, two joints, and two gallons of petrol. Hell, when you break it up, it costs less than 17 cents a day, and that's cheaper than feeding a starving African child. So sign up and help these Jews continue to craft the fine podcast we all enjoy so much today.
2: So the first story we have here actually has, well, something to do with a dwarf. Mm. So it's kind of of like we have a theme going here with the show. We had twice as many... Viewer, viewers when we started <laughs> just, so
3: you know, just so you know it got cut in half
2: yeah well yeah. You, you missed mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. um but anyway we have a theme going here here's the dwarves it's mm-hmm. a dwarf theme a couple is accused of neglect they say that their adopted ukrainian daughter mm-hmm. is actually an adult dwarf running a scam get
3: the fuck out of
2: here yeah it's a weird mm-hmm. one it's a weird one I mean, there's actually, like, I mean, this is a multifaceted weird story. Yeah. A mother in Indiana is charged last week along with her ex-husband with neglect after allegedly relocating to Canada hmm. and leaving their 10-year-old daughter behind. They just left her in this home. Peace. Yeah. Uh, but they, she claims that the daughter isn't 10 years old at all. She's actually an adult who deceived them about her age. Oh. Christine Barnett diverted the blame to Natalia, the child that both she and her former husband, Michael Burnett, adopted from the, from the Ukraine in November 2010. Uh, she called the girl a grown-up who is a diagnosed psychopath and sociopath. God, this was a movie. I, I, is I, it?
3: This was a movie. Um, yeah, it was totally a movie.
2: Not without my daughter?
3: No, I forget what it was called, and I forget if it was a male or a f- I think it was a female. No, <laughs> yeah, <porkies. laughs> Yeah, you're right. Which so she adopted
2: someone that was like an adult. Yeah,
3: it was a child. Oh, no, you're
2: thinking of Big Tom Hanks.
3: Yeah, Big Tom, because, with Tom Hanks. Remember, yeah, he that's became what I'm thinking big, of.
2: but he was like still had a child mind. Yeah. A child's mind. Yeah, no.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what happened here? The mother claims that the adoption of Natalia was a
3: scam. It was called Orphan. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. It was about a husband and wife, this is from 2009, this movie, who recently lost their baby, adopted a nine-year-old girl who's not as nearly as innocent as she claims to be. Because she's actually an Eastern European dwarf. And she was a dwarf? Yeah. How old? That's exactly, I bet you they saw this show, this
2: movie, and they're like, "All right, this is how we're going to get out of yeah. leaving our 10-year-old behind in a home.
3: I don't remember exactly how old, but uh, Yeah
2: well so the mother
3: claims that this entire
2: adoption was a scam and she had been an adult an adult the entire time that they knew her and mm-hmm. uh, natalia suffers from a form of dwarfism called i'm not even gonna be able to pronounce this like sponda epiphyseal dysplasia congenita which affects the bones and limits growth sure i was trying to find a picture of this uh this kid or you know this person to see if she a she's dwarf? 33 years old <clears throat> in the movie uh, the dwarf is thirty three.
3: She has hypopituitarism, or but whatever. But does
2: she look like
3: a child? She does look like a child. Wow. Yeah. Does she. She, like smoke? she doesn't look out at. Yeah. She
2: looks like in proportion. She looks. But how did the parents know? Did she just start smoking? It's like fuck off.
3: Is that what happened here? No. Oh okay. okay. <laughs>
2: Dude, all Eastern Europeans yeah. smoke. They yeah, start smoking they at the age of like That's six. That's
3: true. Yeah. Um. No. So
2: anyway, she she uh, claims <laughs> that. Uh, that this, this child is a dwarf, an older mm. dwarf, It's 22. Mm. Um, so following nationwide coverage of the accusations against both the Barnetts, uh, warrants were issued for their arrest. Um, the, the, and uh, prior to Christine being formally arraigned, she produced a letter that was composed mm. by Michael Barnett's Indi- Indiana University health doctor who said he examined Natalia. Mm. So prior to being arraigned, she's going to court. She produced this letter which characterizes Natalia's birth certificate is clearly inaccurate. Uh, the doctor said that she's well over 18. This is in 2011. And based on the examination of her teeth, adult sexual development and menstrual cycle, she's an adult. Okay. And so um, there's also a mention in a letter that she's been diagnosed with sociopathic personality disorder. And they said that the, uh, it's, she also has a history of adoption fraud. <laughs> she had been adopted before. Yeah. yeah this is kind of like so what happens in The Orphan does The Orphan is she evil yeah she tries to kill everybody <laughs> she's Like she's like a little Chucky yeah, yeah. wow yeah. is it a horror movie yes
3: it's a horror movie I am
2: downloading that today yeah it's fucking great well, actually thing. I don't remember it at all but I
3: did go see it I think in the
2: theater wow they yeah. adopted like a psychopathic Ukrainian dwarf yeah. wow
3: because of um, course somebody who does that is psychopath. of course you know what I mean they yeah, gotta have yeah, that yeah I mean yeah. you have
2: to be in order to
3: impersonate a child <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so the
2: Barnett's allegedly decided to change Natalia's legal age after mm. they found this information it's a resounding
3: recommendation for adoption yeah really if you're thinking about adopting <laughs> really
2: yeah mm. it's like we we want a white child well we only have these Ukrainian white children mm. that's fine give us one of those mm. and they get one and it's like <laughs> 33 years old and that's a psychopath um, mm. they decided to change her age when they got this information from the doctor and they said while well, she looks young she's actually 22 years old mm. so they changed the age on her birth certificate which I didn't even think you could do. Can you do that? They changed it to 22 or they changed from, it to... They changed it from uh, 8 to 22 mm. Mm. on the birth certificate. And so an investigation happened about five years ago where, where uh, uh, the Tippecanoe County in Indiana was looking into uh, these parents. Mm. Um, during the questioning by investigators Michael, the ex-husband admitted that he and his wife had Natalia's age legally changed from 8 to to twenty two um, but investigators said that they uh, they feel that both parents knew that Natalia was actually a child not an adult dwarf
3: Wait, what, what so this she is a dwarf
2: the investigators are claiming that she's not oh, and the parents God. committed an act of fraud oh this oh, is why this story is really oh, weird pfft. They followed up with medical records okay. to show how the Barnett's had Natalia evaluated twice by a doctor when they, first, hmm. when they first adopted her in 2010. And back then it was determined that she was a minor child, hmm. age approximately eight. Uh, she was in, even brought in for a second evaluation.
3: Um, what the fuck doctor signed off on this birth certificate? Well, thing? I know, it's like yeah, they got yeah. Dr.
2: Nick. Yeah. and then She underwent a skeletal mm. survey mm. and the results clearly stated that she's still a child. Survey says... Yeah. So right. they believe that she was an actual child. You know, well, the mm. husband's claiming that they knew she was a child when they left the country. Mm. So Barnett, the mother, is maintaining she's innocent of any crime. But the ex-husband said... They knew she was a child, and what's more, he told authorities that he was coached by his wife to say that she wasn't. Why did they claim they left her behind? Did he just try to kill them or something? Or no, this is the weird. This is the mm. weird thing about it mm. is that he's also claiming his ex-wife coached their adopted daughter too. Mm. Uh, to say that uh, she's yeah that the girl's twenty two years old if she's ever asked, but they have like two other they have mm. like two other children three other children and one of them's that, like an autistic genius oh. and they left to uh, to put him in some kind of institute mm. yeah like he's uh, this this is the weird this is why the story is so odd like Chris Chan uh, Con- well yeah. <laughs> not more high functioning well an intelligent Chris Chan okay uh, but they uh, they actually appeared on tel- on uh, on sixty minutes. About their this is uh, back in like 2012, I think. Mm. Um, They did a piece about their 13 year old son Jake, Mm. who's a child prodigy physics student. Uh, He has Asperger's and he was studying at Purdue when he was 13. You know, this Mm. is during when when they actually uh, did this interview with 60 Minutes. See, now I
3: don't believe that. No, that sounds fake to me.
2: I mean, she mm-hmm. penned a book about her genius yeah. son titled The Spark, A Mother's Story of Nurturing Genius and Autism. Nowadays, nobody would even care. They'd be like, yeah, but how good is he at Fortnite? Um you know? that's what really matters. Yeah, so. I mean, Instagram followers, as he have? Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, she penned this memoir. What's is Graham Clout. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? She, she penned this memoir about mm. raising her son. And, uh, you know educating him and giving the tools he needed for success. This is a summary on Amazon. Christine Barnett's son, Jacob, has an IQ higher than Einstein's, a photographic memory, and he taught himself calculus Mm. in two weeks. At the age of nine, he started working on an original theory in astrophysics that experts believe may put him in line for a Nobel Prize. At age 12,
3: he became a paid researcher in quantum physics. I'm going to jump in and say that... Um, Einstein probably never got his IQ test tested because I don't think they did that to kids back then because most kids grew up in like a chicken coop Well, in I'd, like 1910. But they, had, didn't they have his, know his uh, IQ later in life? No, I, probably not. I thought they tested I don't think
2: his, his IQ. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. i will look into that. Mm. But they claim that why this would, kid. If you
3: Einstein, why would you do that? Why would you, you know what I mean? Maybe There's he was There's literally no advantage to do that. I mean, I don't know why you would want to, but yeah. I mean, people... Like, no, it's like a waste of time.
2: But listen to this, though. She, mm. after her book came out, she wrote a training mm. program based on Spark, and she tours the country, giving online and private consultation to families. A one-hour appointment costs $500. God damn, son. With her. Yeah, no, she, mm. she has a business here. Mm. So that's what's weird about mm. it. They, You know, she had this whole thing going on. They moved the, the kid mm. to Canada, and they leave... She's cute. They leave the adult dwarf behind. I'm the, the mom. Yeah, the mom, not Your the dwarf. Group. Yeah. No. I mean, if you see the I picture, the dwarf. you can kind of see her there. She's uh, se- seated right next to her, uh, top left.
3: Oh, huh. it's a child. Okay. It's not a dwarf. Yeah, he's a child. Yeah. Or, well, you don't know. You know, you could end up in some kind of like, set movie with Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I'm talking about? At the end, when he gets stabbed. The Omen? No, <laughs> I don't Omen. want to say what it is because I'll spoil the film. It's an old film, in seventies. Oh, okay. right, but right. you know what I mean. Where, oh wait, I think I end, do know the one you're talking about. It's like uh, in Venice. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah, know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, all right.
2: Um, mm-hmm. So Michael, uh, Michael, the ex-husband. I met, I can see why he would divorce his yeah. wife. He informed authorities that uh, they, you know, they left the kid. Mm. And that they paid for Natalia's rent while she was left behind. Mm. So he said beyond the rent, they didn't really financially support Natalia after leaving to Canada. So they leave a nine-year-old girl <laughs> in a house in Indiana. They moved to Canada. Mm. What do they expect her to do? Get a job? Mm. Like go work at Applebee's or right. something? <laughs> She's fucking eight years old. Yeah. And in, in his account, this is in mm. September 2014, they stopped paying for the rental. Because the girl was evicted in May that same year. Probably because she's eight. Well, you got to push him
3: out of the nest sometime. <laughs> you know, at some point, you got to do it. But I mean, how like, insane
2: it. is that? That the mm. mother's like, she's not a child. Mm. She's a 22-year-old dwarf. Mm. We've been defrauded. Mm. We're going to Canada mm. and we're leaving mm. her here.
3: Let's see how far you get with your coloring,
2: Susie. All right. <laughs> and I guess fortunately mm. for the girl, concerned neighbors intervened and looked after her. Mm. And they say in 2016, she moved away from Indiana and she's in tuition free classes at a high school for adults. No, oh, okay. Yeah, um, high school for adults. I, the I fuck mean, does this is, that even mean? Well, I mean, she was like eight, so now she's got to be like fifteen or sixteen. Okay. So she's in like getting her GED, I suppose. Okay. okay. And I don't awesome. know whose family. The Barnets don't even know what happened to it. They just mm. left this kid that they
3: adopted. A high school for adults is what they call community college. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what are we even talking about here? Well, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe that's right. what she's. Okay. She's in
2: a high school for adults and older youth called the Excel Center. Okay. All right. Um. And then mm. a September fifteenth Facebook <laughs> older post youth
3: also known as adults
2: by Christine Barnett. Okay. She insisted that uh, she's mm. sick and devastated by and by the idea of any of these charges, and she said mm. that it's completely false. The girl's a dwarf and, an, and is an adult. Mm. So I'm wondering how this
3: is going to play really out. Who's really the psychopath? Yeah, exactly.
2: I'd mm. like to find out. Interesting. Well, what do you have here for uh, story number two?
0: Well,
3: a Q-slate belt bomb maker used drone to drop explosives on ex-girlfriend's home prosecuted asses, man and man. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: I miss that mm-hmm. what happened amazing. there
3: uh, accused yeah a bomb maker okay I don't know what the slate belt is is it know, a is terrorist that, is that a place is that like where they make slate is it a particular like, type of bomb yeah you got your quarries up there uh, there's slate belt that's that whole part of America you know where they make slate where they got slate? quarries they got <laughs> stones they got rocks I don't know I don't know if that's a thing or if, or if that's what they call them Slate belt. I don't you know. even know what that means. Okay, um, polka dot man. Whatever. Used a uh, drone to drop explosives on ex girlfriend's home. Okay. Wow, no, that's yeah. a that's a bitter breakup. There. That is. Yeah. Megan C. Like leaving
2: dog poop in a bag right. and lighting it on fire. But uh, drones drones who is this guy Mysterio all right <laughs> yeah did you see that movie
3: I did yes yeah. Spider-Man sucked. far from home it yeah. sucked I didn't like it either it's I like remember, hey let's take all of the charm from the first movie and cut it out entirely I just <laughs> and we just
2: you know I, I mean I, visually it looked kind of cool yeah.
3: I guess but mm. I kind
2: of hated the monsters in it mm. they were like elementals mm. or something. it was just so
3: lame yeah yeah yeah
2: I'm not gonna give it away the but ending, yeah yeah the ending and, was, Hall. and then the f- ending ending yeah, you know, also kind of the actual lame. ending. Like yeah, the,
3: that sucked too. That's like, well, this is a bummer. This whole thing is depressing. It's Shitty. Know. I'm glad they're. Aren't I think they,
2: they're not even making Spider-Man
3: movies anymore, right? No, I think they probably will. Damn It'd it just be Sony will be making it without, without Marvel. Marvel without so they'll Marvel. probably kind of suck. Well, um, uh, multiverse, whatever the fuck, Spider-Verse was good. Did you see oh, that? yeah, Into that the was Spider a Sony movie. That was yeah. actually really cool. That was actually really good. The Spider Verse yeah. is my favorite Spider Man movie. Yeah, it's the first time Sony's been able to yeah pull something see that in a off. But that time. was animated though.
2: That so was, it was a little bit
3: different. It was different. Yeah, very different. Sure. Um, yeah. A federal prosecutor uh, said Jason Muzicato used a drone to drop explosive devices on an ex girlfriend's property. Um, and, and Mazzucato has denied this. He's got was interviewed by the uh, FBI. How old is this guy? They found firearms and improvised explosive devices in his apartment. So, is
2: he the autistic genius from my story? He's 44.
3: Oh, 44 years old. Yeah. So, wow. mm-hmm. God. Series of late night explosions in the Slate Belt. Where the fuck that is. Uh, yeah so um he was hit earlier this month with additional charges uh they found all this bullshit in uh, bangor i think this is in maine okay this is in maine his slate built part of he also had a drone that wasn't registered with the faa and he had all these weapons and bombs and shit in his house like
2: where do you i mean i know you can buy drones but Mm. does he make these drones or does he buy the drones and like customize them or something that's a good
3: question. And if you buy one, do you have to register with the FAA? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't even know. You know, the laws regarding drones are actually really bizarre. Like if if a drone flies into your fucking yard and it's like eye level with you, you're not allowed to harm it in any way. What? And yeah. so what if it's outside your window you be, filming you? Nope. You're not allowed to. You can call the police. You're not allowed to shoot at it or do anything or hit it what? or anything. I, it's I mean, illegal. You will get, that. You it's get illegal charged do that. with a fucking federal crime, man. For,
2: but, but what if the drone's owned by the pervert who lives across the street? Doesn't matter. It's That's It's just there's insane. a law
3: against harming drones. I don't know what That's it is. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, so um, his, uh, he denied using drones to drop explosives. Yeah. Um, my l- drone m- army. His, his lawyer said, <laughs> we don't have any conclusive evidence. When my client was interviewed by the FBI, he denied that.
4: hmm
3: This guy is Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Waldron said the mobile devices used to control Mizukato's drone were taken by the FBI for analysis, including determining uh, when and where the drone was flown. The drone was flown. <laughs> Uh yeah, he's got a trial coming up in November. It's gonna be pretty good. Was the girlfriend harmed? I'm i I'm, I'm getting yeah. to that. Uh, I my guess is no. Because
0: yeah because i would probably be more I, serious. Yeah, there would be like a
3: yeah, murder charge yeah. or something. Um yeah, so uh he's also he's charged with possession of ten firearms. Um oh and he had his restraining order. I guess he wasn't supposed to have firearms with that. So wait, would um, you violate the
2: restraining order if you sent a drone over? So yes. like if you, oh, that would yes. be a violation that would be restraint. a violation okay.
3: absolutely hard to prove um but uh you know especially if he's smart he probably took the i guess it, as soon as you get the drones back you got to take the gps information out
2: delete it out of it and yeah yeah i yeah. wonder if he did that just sends it over with like a video screen of his face mm. <laughs> like hello greetings greetings <laughs> <laughs> prepare to die my darling <laughs> If you do not profess your love to me.
3: (laughs) I'm posting this on 4chan later. (laughs) Um yeah, my God. He also got charged with possession of the guns while he was using amphetamines. Methamphetamines. Oh wow. Apparently that's a charge of its own. Having guns having guns while you're using meth. I didn't know that. The two go so well together, They usually do. They just go hand in hand. It's like chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, it's
2: like... Meth and guns. (laughs) Meth and guns. If you find one, you usually
3: find the other. Yeah, and possession of IEDs. Actually, I think I did a fucking mission like this in Grand Theft Auto, and it was like... I don't even. It was like David Cross was doing the voice of the guy <laughs> who sends me on the mission. He like owns a hobby shop in San Francisco, and he's like, "I'm a nerd, and you got to do the drop bombs with my drones." And it was a fucking hard ass mission. I had to do it a million. Like did I, you fly I, the I drone? was a fan of David Cross before that, <laughs> and after I did that, I'm like, "Fuck that guy." I could see David Cross doing something exactly like this. So. I could see it. Yeah, Ooh, I could see it. You know, he was one of the investors of Kickstarter. That one. Shut up. Yeah, really? he was. Man. yeah i know god um fbi agents and local police searched Mizukado's home um looking for destructive devices and uh so they the, the devices connect uh him to a series of explosions that unnerved residents in the township <laughs> so yeah um and they found unexploded ieds did he have like a villain name or something yeah, Muzzicato. It's got
2: to be something. Yeah, you yeah. got to do something else. Mm. It sounds like an Italian dish. j Mu, Like an Italian entree j. or something.
3: No, that's not going to work. Um, J-Moo the Destroyer. Yeah, the Muzzicator. <laughs> uh, yeah, so his first court appearance, um, he was under the influence of meth when he was arrested, and that made him a threat to the community. God, Let's not blame the meth, guys. You know? Come <laughs> on. Meth
2: gives him his powers, so he yeah. must just be up on meth all night, just sitting there, yeah. just engineering these <laughs> like these evil
3: drones i you could tell he wasn't on meth when he actually made these because he'd never would have finished them yeah no he would have yeah, just, just been tinkering with them for the fucking place. a million years and never <laughs> fucking finished them um yeah so gallagher who is i don't even remember i love all these fuckers yeah gallagher the comedian said he would
2: have uh, destroyed the drones with his mouth how did gallagher talk do you remember I don't know. It's hard
3: to conjure up a more (laughs) deadly or dangerous combination than firearms, explosives, and methamphetamine. That's more of a carrot top, but I don't know. I I, I don't know if I've ever heard Gallagher speak. I've just seen him smash fucking watermelons.
2: You know, he's like a rabid pro-Trump guy now. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's really Mm -hmm. conservative. (laughs) Well, there you go. He destroys watermelons for Trump. Oh Gallagher, I think it's Carrotop. Carrot I don't yeah. know who Carrotop is. Mm. Apparently Carrotop uh, is a kind of you know monster he's gay? is what he is. Uh I heard that, yeah. I god, mm. I'm a, I mean I don't know what type of gay guy I would be into a guy that looks like Carrotop. He's like this muscle-bound plastic mm. surgery
3: disaster. Right, yeah, like, yeah. he's
2: so he he was like, yeah, I mean that guy's a Jabberwocky or something.
3: I don't He <laughs> does look like the Jabberwocky actually. <laughs> yeah. So, what does this guy say? He says, you can't even grandfather in drones you purchased before the law to register them came into effect. Oh, you can't? Yeah, so you do apparently have to register. So, all drones have to be registered. Yeah. I guess if you buy one, it's automatically registered, but if you have one from before that law, you have to register it. Huh. Yeah. Don't fuck around with this shit, I guess. But still, you're not allowed to shoot it if it's in your fucking yard. You can't even hit it with a baseball bat. Nope. No, nope. crazy. That is really weird. Yeah. So, um, Mizzucato's... you can really fuck with your neighbors then. Yeah. Mazzucato's been in jail since June. Um, and, uh, yeah. So he was involved in a dispute with his ex girlfriend and she got a restraining order in 2017. Um, and she said that told a judge that he did something to shatter her car window <laughs> as she passed him on the road last December. When he like blast a laser and the from accu- a drone? I or think something. so, yeah. And the accusation didn't stick for lack of evidence or so. He probably had one of those like sound guns, like and like the sound <laughs> vibration breaks your window. You know, like those things they have in like fucking Cuba or whatever. He has like a drone
2: yeah. that looks like a pigeon. Yeah. It's just like his pigeon drones like <laughs> shit on her. My sound
3: gun is the only <laughs> thing that can hurt the symbiote. You have to let me out. Uh yeah, so they uh, they complained that uh, someone had been vandalizing vehicles and causing road hazards by dropping nails and fluids on Bangor area streets. Oh my God! I don't even mm. want to think about what fluids this guy's dropping on yeah. his drones. Maybe he's just trying to kill Pennywise. You know, possibly. That's what you know. He you knows what he's dropping. Is based on. Semen all over everything. Yeah. So everything um, she owns. An examination of his vehicle showed it had been modified wait wait his vehicle
2: Did his like... car his car wait no, no. this, this is guy that... is a super villain yeah he's yeah. mysterio yeah like wait so we modified his car yeah with so, like weapons like so can that... he shoot oil slicks or something <laughs>
3: yes there are dashboard
2: switches oh my god he made the batmobile
3: to this operate guy. devices that could release nails ball bearings and fluids including paint thinner <laughs> That could damage vehicles. Do you know who this is? <laughs>
2: Do you know who this is?
3: What? This is Boner Villain. Oh my God!
2: This is Boner Villain. Boner Villain's car. Boner Villain's like fleet of evil drones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're probably screwed now. Yeah. Boner Villain's yeah.
3: gonna come for yeah. us.
2: <laughs> we're gonna have like one of his drones outside if your window. Boner Villain
3: was really this clever. We we would be very very screwed. Um, <laughs> wow. He'd probably just be like, somebody cut him off, and he'd be like nails and boom, <laughs> like, <laughs> smoke bomb. Oh yeah, a, a smoke screen. <laughs> you know <laughs> Oil oh, yeah what was it spy hunter yeah spy, yeah, spy hunter, hunter with the oil slick yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I remember those cars
2: would have like mm. what would they have like like fucking like blades coming out of their yeah, wheels yeah <laughs> you had to like speed up and like well, fucking ben-hur you know like what does he drive like a prius that's just like <laughs>
3: outfitted with all these
2: weapons <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: that's mm. pretty amazing i mean God, he, could, yeah. he could be on fucking i don't know Mythbusters or some shit you know? but he's like the evil, probably for like evil. antagonist of the MythBusters guys. He probably is. Yeah, uh, I, I was. I remember reading some story about some. Um, it was like fucking. Uh, I think it was actually a prison up in Dublin, California, where some guy was actually getting Chinese food delivered to him with a drone into the prison.
2: What? Yeah.
3: Wait, he would fly the drone out. He, yeah, he would send the drone to the Chinese how, place. How would he like money. get the drone in the prison? Like, was it a? I I don't know nobody knew the only reason they figured it out is because they started finding fucking Chinese takeout fucking containers around the guards would find it oh my god that's amazing yeah and they they were like what the fuck that's amazing you know I've heard of uh, the drones dropping drugs right yeah
2: yeah. into like the prison yard Mm -hmm. but wow I had mm-hmm. no idea that uh, you couldn't shoot down a drone that's nope. like out your window. It's crazy, man. Man, so mm. this guy is probably going to be charged with something. But you know, he's there's not a jail that could hold this guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's going to call his drones
3: to come and bust him out. Right. He's like Doctor Octopus. Yeah. You know? No. He's like uh, like his fucking arms will just come get him. A true know, villain, this guy. Mm.
2: Anyway, people, send your stories. Go on to podcastgmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that trunk dial line number. Uh, but before we get to our first call, though, uh, here's a word about our Adam and Eve friends. Our <laughs> friends over at adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com.
5: Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE... You get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon
2: code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we've got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember, people, keep it under three minutes, and then we'll play it on the show. First call is uh, from someone we haven't heard from in a while. Mm. Pearl. Remember she Pearl? Taco oh, Bell I Pearl. Can never forget Pearl. Yeah. Mm. Taco Bell Pearl. Mm. She calls in with an update.
6: All right. Hey, daddies. It's Pearl. Happy 9-11. It's been a little bit
2: since I Thank 9/11. you. That's nice of <laughs> you. Yeah, to think thank you. of us on 9-11. God. Thank Let's you. Never forget. Mm. Sick and wrong on 9-11. I
6: called in and I thought i give you a little bit of an update. In case you don't remember, I am that Taco Bell worker that, you know, talked oh, about yeah. vagina mucus. And I think there was, like, some other story. That's a and topping, my, actually. The reason I haven't been talking is that a couple things have been happening at my little Taco Bell, of which I couldn't disclose. And I'm not going to tell quite yet. I'm going to save it for another day. But one thing that did happen is something that I thought I'd like to share with you that happened in management.
3: So first she said there's something mysterious that happened that Taco Bell she can't share with us. She can't us. share, yeah. She's on strict NDA. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> it's
3: Taco yeah. Bell patented, information only. Patented, uh, corporate yeah. information that she can't share. You can't let the
2: secrets get out. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. They'll kill you. Yeah.
4: And
6: they put me on, just starting the story right off the bat. They put me on the swing shift, which is usually the afternoon to evening, and it sucked so bad that i was near killing myself because i was like this is not hyperbole like literally i was thinking about how albertson sells razor blades
2: what do you think is the best shift to taco bell like the morning shift the afternoon shift or like evening definitely the night i would think the night because it'd be like less
3: busy yeah yeah but she doesn't have that shift. but then you get the randos in there you get the yeah you get the weird fights and stuff but but that you know well, it's that's weird. Fun.
2: Taco Bells are
3: odd, though. Makes they they Because
2: they're franchises, mm. so they have varying hours. Like the Taco Bell that's over here, my closest one, it's on mm. 8th and, uh, somewhere down there, 8th and Vermont. Mm-hmm. Uh, that place is only open till 11. That's fucking weird. Which is weird. Yeah. But then the one over on Western's open till like 4.
3: You know what I like? I like that, that KFC over on... Um, uh, Isn't it is a Kentaco it Hut? The one that's on um, Western and KFC it's on... near blip blip blipsy oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah it's, it's like a church and they have like a and terrace a patio yeah and also that's never K, been that in there. kfc is the only restaurant in like the 10 mile radius that takes ebt when i had ebt <laughs> i used to go there all the time it was great <laughs> yeah, you think a lot of yeah. kfcs would yeah. take ebt no so
6: how easy it would be for me just go to get some on my lunch and just so you know have some fun in the bathroom
3: She's talking about razor blades. Oh, razor blades, mm-hmm. like slitting her wrist yeah, in yeah. the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: i blood in there anyway. No one would suspect a thing. So, I was thinking, I kill myself. And I feel like I posted something. I, no, I don't think, Pearl, no. it's not I worth it. I something on my Snapchat. Quit. Or, like, no, my Instagram story about how much I was hating life, how much I wanted to kill myself. And my boss doesn't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> but there are a couple co workers that do, and none of them are snitches. They're like ride or die hoes, you know? They're like, you're not gonna. Show
2: <laughs> ride no or die hoes? Yeah. Unlike my coworkers. Yeah, yeah. No, they will fucking. Yeah, they'll mm. snitch in a second.
6: Yeah. Nobody, because they know that I ain't that serious. But, I mean, I was thinking about cur- cutting myself, but not killing myself. Anyway, my boss, the next day after I post this on my Instagram story, comes up to me and says, Oh, we're moving you back to the night shift like you wanted. If you have any issues with your mental health in the future, you could tell me. So, some rat ass bitch. Ooh, my Instagram story ratchet ass hoe my boss and I know who it is and I and I
3: <laughs> but it's not a co-worker
2: no it sounds like she thought all of her co-workers she was under the impression that they're right. all ride or die they're hos. all ride or die but hos, it turns yeah. out one of them snitched her out to the boss
3: oh one of the co-workers yeah and oh, then he okay. was like
2: okay you know don't kill mm. yourself we'll put you back on the late shift
3: well, it all worked out
2: there. I know totally. What's you know, it made me Maybe think like, yeah. maybe that's what you should do to get a promotion. Or I mean, I've uh, done it. If, have you threatened to kill yourself if you've been like? I,
3: I well, I've I've done it to get. Work. I've done it to get like a severance package. <laughs> so it's like here, leave us. Take this money, please. Leave us alone. You totally pulled a full on like Edward Norton in
2: uh, yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, so it's um, mm. <laughs> kind of funny. Mm. But yeah, maybe I mean it worked out for you. So what are you upset about? Mm. Why are you trying to get revenge? Yeah. Well, let's see maybe she's got some
6: god damn it i um I did something not so nice i there's there's another restaurant near me near my store. I'm not gonna say which one, because I might make it use what if I would talk about them at, but I took one of their uh one of their illustrious items made of lactose products and I had it sit behind a fridge in my house, hmm. and then when I felt like it.
2: Wait. So she took something made of lactose products, so like a Baskin Robbins or something. Yogurt, yogurt, fucking milk, fucking cheese. Who? I don't know. Who and knows? then she put it outside her Sour home. Sour cream. Yeah. And let it like yeah. uh, rot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
6: Kind of snuck it in her purse. Nah. And here she's an absolute mess. So hmm. I know she hasn't found it yet. And it's, and it's I think it's like three weeks old now. And Ooh. so she's got this whole thing in the bottom of her purse still. I know she does because she doesn't because she's can't stop talking so she hasn't found it yet. So, I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah, anyway. But she helped you out. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. I miss you daddies. Bye.
2: Wow, I love
3: this that uh, taco joke yes. drama. Yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't think they really cared that much about Pearl their employees. sounds like I have to check my thing because I'm like, do I have this on 1.5 speed? I know she speaks so fast. And then I'm like, no, it's regular speed. Okay.
2: I love you, Mm. daddies. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, that's one thing I'm amazed. Like if I was, Mm. if I was a manager at the Mm. Taco Bell, I don't think I'd have the wherewithal to give a shit about Mm. the welfare of my coworkers Mm. or my, you know, employees. Yeah. I think it's like, if, if someone's like, Hey, she's thinking about killing herself. I'd be like, Maybe I maybe I'd meet with her and be like, just don't do it here. Just do
3: it at home. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like you know,
2: I don't know. But I mean, hey, mm. you know, in the end, I don't know if your uh, if if your coworker deserves your ire
3: mm. because you got, she yeah. helped you out. Although it ain't cool to snitch because she could have gotten fired. Snitches get you snitches, know. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, and she could have mm. been like, you know,
2: yeah. can't can't you get like fifty one fifty for that?
3: Yes. In
2: certain states. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so
3: and, in the and, yes, end, yes, on the on the authority of your Taco Bell manager, <laughs> you can get fifty <laughs> one fifty. 15. They um, could just get power of attorney over you if they wanted to. Yeah. On a lighter so, note, uh, Taco
2: Bell came out with a full vegetarian menu. And have you tried any of these items? No. Uh, yeah, but the other day Jesus we're gonna Christ. go to we're gonna go to the Taco Thanks, Pearl. Bell in Glendale, mm. but then uh, my my uh, coworker was like, ah, let's go to Del Taco because they got Beyond Meat." Mm. So we went over. Have you been to Del Taco and tried any of those Beyond Meat tacos? Uh, no. That shit is vile. I'm never gonna go to Del. I've been to Del Taco once, it's and i have never again. Yeah, it's vile. Mm. I used to think it was a refreshing alternative to Taco Bell, but fuck mm. that place. I thought Beyond Meat is good or whatever. You know, it's the way they make it. It's mm. like, it looks mm. like diarrhea. Mm. It's like soupy. Mm. And uh, yeah, it has this really gross consistency. Mm. And then when you eat it, you know, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't taste that bad, but yeah, it's just, it's mm. it's not good. Mm. You know, I, I say, uh, I'm I'm all about the Taco Bell. Yeah. And, they, and they've been vegetarian friendly for years now. So but it's kind of nice that they're, they have a full menu. Mm. That being said, uh, congratulations Pearl for getting back on the night shift. I agree with you. I'd rather work. Like, all night. Because, you know, in mm. small towns, lot, oftentimes, Taco Bell's open until, like, 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, somewhere more 24, so mm. get better stories. All right, next uh, call we have here is a three-parter by uh, Shattered Speculum, mm. who, uh, he's got one of those voices. This kind of sounds like a lot of those other guys that call <laughs> yeah, in, that yeah. you can't really differentiate <laughs> right. it. Uh-huh. But this is an interesting mm. story. Okay. All
7: right. Oh, uh, hey, what's up? It's Shattered Speculum. I, I know Harrison's mad at me. Because I called him
3: an SJW, and I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> I don't. I had that. completely forgotten. He just reminded me. Why? Why uh,
2: did he call you an SJW? I don't remember. I mean, I I think you're more mm. of a soy. Probably because the soy beta cup. Probably because that. I remember the day I wore the <laughs> pussy hat maybe that's why oh that's yeah, right they, but they, yeah no. i've always thought you're more of a soy boy beta cook mm-hmm. rather than sjw
3: mm-hmm. but maybe the two are the same the synonyms i think i went on some rant i think i i, I think he did make me mad i don't remember though i see i don't i forget you know I forget was, these things you know it was weird mm. the
2: other day not to mm. uh, digress too much mm. i was watching the uh, alec baldman roast mm. comedy central roast mm-hmm. do you ever watch those no, I hate roasts. You hate the roasts? Yeah. You know, I don't. I like them. Mm. And this one, uh, this mm. uh, one of Alec Baldwin's actually really mm. funny. Mm. Uh, Nikki is really funny. Even uh, Blake Griffin's kind of funny. And plus, mm. Caitlyn Jenner's on it. Mm. But the other person who's on it that I hadn't really thought about in a while was mm. Adam Carolla, mm-hmm. who I was never really a fan of Carolla. But remember, he was like, what, man show? And then he did his own radio uh, show he he had
3: the first podcast that was popular before rogan
2: okay remember. and now rogan eclipsed yeah, him. Yeah. but anyway he the whole thing with him everybody kept joking that he's a full-on white supremacist yeah oh. he is yeah is he yeah when did this happen that he became like like
3: he's not a white supremacist but he's very conservative he's very yeah he's one of those like guys you know that calls people sjw's and was like he, like he, he, like just admit it. You know what I mean? It's like just come out of the closet. When did and just, this happen? Like on his show? What happened to everybody in the last ten years? You know,
2: God, it's weird. And so he went on this anti SJW mm. rant when he was up there. <laughs> yeah. That was not funny. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's just like, even
3: Jeff Ross was like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Call Hitler. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Huh. I didn't know that. I thought Carolla was just kind of a comedian. Just... it
3: funny, the thing about him is, is like, wait, like he when he was on uh what's it called? With the man no, that was awful. Yeah, that but was when terrible. He, with Kimmel, when he used to uh, guest on Stern, he used to be really funny. Well, you know? he yeah. also like was like trying out to replace Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah,
2: yeah. So. He was actually funny back then, but mm, yeah. now it's like, ugh, God, awful. Yeah, wasn't even funny. I mean, he had a mm. couple jokes, but for the most part, it was like mm. he was serious. It was, just, I didn't really understand what happened. It's yeah. a complete transformation. There. Yeah. Anyway.
7: But um, I hope you haven't blocked my calls because I got another. Thing is going to piss Harrison
3: off, which is a shit story. Great. So, he loves those. Mm. So
7: I was sh- taking. I was sitting on the toilet. SJW. A sh-
3: no, I mean, because anyone who uses the phrase SJW, it's just like I immediately just like, oh, I, oh, good. I don't have to listen to this person anymore. Just, <laughs> just mentally, just block Yeah, them. yeah, like yeah. okay. Yeah. While
7: well, I was smoking DMs. Sorry, I was sitting on the toilet taking a shit while I was smoking DMT.
3: Hmm.
7: and um <laughs> good
2: timing. I would've waited till after, but hey. You yeah, know. probably would've mm. taken the shit first Interesting and then experiment. smoked the DMT, yeah, but yeah. hey, maybe this guy's mm. like, you know, mm. kind of prioritizing his time.
7: You know, so I'm sitting on the toilet taking a shit, smoking DMT, and I tap, I start to tap the DMT pipe, like the ash, into the bowl between my legs into the toilet bowl and then I reach behind me and flush the fucking toilet as I'm doing that with my other hand
3: yeah.
7: and lo and fucking behold the DMT pipe breaks and flushes
3: oh, like man. into
2: the
7: fucking toilet
2: that's such a waste alright I'm wondering here mm. he's smoking DMT uh, I've never done DMT I'd love to I was gonna ask you, have that. That. you know, I've done DMT no,
3: I've, never done it. I've done hey, DMT twice I've tried to get it can never get it
2: I got it in mm. New York back, mm. I was like, mm. 1996, mm. 97. It was kind of like, it was mm. intense. Yeah. It was intense. Mm. I kind of, uh, there's there only a couple drugs mm. that have ever made me really lose control. Mm. It was PCP and DMT. Mm. Well, let's save it for Arrowhead. Yeah. All right, let's- but <laughs> let's- what I don't get about yeah. this is this guy was, like, smoking the DMT in a mm. pipe, and then was he tapping it on the bowl? Like,
3: why was he tapping it? Like, how did he break it? I don't know, but this is, like. I'm confused. This is like some knuckle dragon bullshit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> why would you just want just wait, man? Just wait till after. <laughs> you don't want it, yeah, this shit, like uh, shitting on hallucinogens. The sensation of it is weird. You know, it's all it's a, it's not a good. Just get it out of your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. it, you know, good. the one thing I mm. the one thing that's always happened to me
2: when I've shit on hallucinogens, mm. I never know if I've wiped completely. Oh no, you don't. Know. Yeah. So then the next thing you know, my asshole's just raw because mm. I've wiped it like mm. for the past 30 minutes. Oh yeah. It's terrible. Oh yeah, man.
7: So So like I can't really call my landlord and tell him, "Hey, there's like a drug pipe clogging the toilet." So I tried to fix it. I reached my hand down there. And I tried oh, to Oh, Jesus, like pull it out dude. I, couldn't do that. I even I pulled the toilet. I unhooked it from the floor and reached in from like the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And it's I still couldn't reach.
3: Why would bucket. you just let it go? Well, cuz if it ever got clogged and they had to call a plumber, I'd be like, it's not mine. All uh, right, it's a good idea. Man, he yeah. lives in a building, I'm assuming. Good thinking.
7: Yeah. <laughs> broken piece of pipe. So basically, man, for the last two weeks, I've just been like shitting in Amazon boxes and plastic bags and throwing them into the fucking trash can. What?
3: <laughs> what? What?
2: <laughs> what? What the fuck is wrong with what? you? dude? Why, okay, why not Yo. just, if you're that concerned, why not hire your own plumber to come yeah. snake it? Or go buy a snake. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can buy a snake at, like, mm-hmm. fucking uh, hardware store. Sure. Yeah. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm.
7: Um, Because I don't want to call the landlord or a plumber and tell them, like, <laughs> a drug pipe is blocking a pooper. So,
2: Jesus. I guess I'm
7: wondering if sick and wrong do you guys have a plumbing snake I could borrow or maybe like I could come over and use your toilet once in a while
3: just pay for your own plumber
2: yeah or go buy a snake yeah they're like 30 bucks yeah yeah I bought Mm.
3: one before yeah
2: sick and wrong studios
7: I mean help me out here or if you're a drug friendly plumber that would be cool too but anyway
3: I've had to do a lot of weird plumbing just because I remember like after I was on heroin and methadone for years, like my fucking metabolism was still fucked up and just have, I was just having babies for years afterwards, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'd really have to, I'd really have to fucking babies clear shit Angelina out.
2: Angelina Jolie wouldn't even die. Yes. So <laughs> <said> David Teldra. <Taylor. laughs> Jesus.
3: Much love
7: to you guys. Um, Keep it fucking sick. Keep it fucking wrong. This is, I don't know what a, a Shattered Speculum or whatever the fuck my name is.
3: Fuck off. You you uh, came up with your yeah, own name, you, dude. You gave yourself yeah, that yeah. name. Come you on. should
2: remember it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Hey, he calls back with yeah. a part two. All right.
7: What's up? <clears throat> oh, guys, it's Shattered Speculum again. And I'm calling in with a, with a toilet update. I called in the other day. Cause Did you get a plumber? I dropped the... I uh, was smoking DMT while I was taking the shit, and I dropped the pipe in the fucking bowl,
3: and... Hmm. I don't recall. Previously on some bullshit. <laughs> I don't
2: recall is it just it's a normal pipe, right? So it's just a stem when you smoke DMT. I don't I've
3: never I've never done, done it. it. I've always wanted to do it. I don't it.
2: think you have a special DMT pipe. Hey, it's people, just a regular
3: pipe. Send me some DMT. Yeah. <laughs> the four people that are that are uh, dude, it's intense. watching right now. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Right.
2: intense. Yeah. Mhm. Um,
3: where am I? Oh yeah.
7: Flushed and then there was an audio. Well, I borrowed a plumber snake and I cleaned the fucking toilet Borrowed out, so one. all good. Uh, no more shitting in in Amazon boxes. Mm. But what I wanted to tell you was when I was sneaking the, the fucking broken pipe out of the bowl, it was like an old meat pipe. There's a fucking shitload of resin in there, man. I got like a huge chunk of like resin that's full of like THC <laughs> and DMT. <laughs> I guess should I smoke it or or not? Or do you guys want it? Uh, or does any any of the listeners want it? I'll send it out if anybody wants some like THC DMT resin that was sitting in a fucking broken toilet for like two weeks.
3: Two weeks. Two weeks <laughs> Two weeks he spent.
2: It's called marinating. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks he spent shitting in Amazon boxes and
3: throwing them out. I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Jordan Peterson about this and he's <laughs> he's really not going to be happy about it, dude. You know? I don't know. Once you know, oh I you become a true man. His whole thing is about cleaning your room or whatever, right? So, snaking your, snaking in your, your toilet and your DNG pipes. Not shitting an Amazon boxes. <laughs> <So, Miles. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. mm. All right. Is it still one. going? Oh, yeah.
7: Just uh let me know and, and it's yours. But if nobody claims that, I'm smoking it. So anyway, guys, fucking love you. Um, fuck
2: off. <laughs> Bye. So this guy, yeah. gets, he retrieves this pipe from his toilet that's been like sitting there for two weeks, marinating in feces mm-hmm. and whatever else, God knows what's, mm. what else is in his toilet. And now he retrieved it and it's yeah. cracked. So you see all the resin that's inside the pipe. And he wants to know if, he, if anybody, like if we or anybody else in the sick and wrong listening
3: audience wants to smoke it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that's a resounding
2: no. And I'm, yeah.
3: I, I'm God. pretty good at compartmentalization, but <laughs> that's too much. You can't.
2: No, that, no, once it falls in the toilet with shit, mm. that's gone. That yeah, pipe yeah. is done now. I mean, I I'm speaking mm. for myself, not for the listening audience, but I wouldn't be smoking All the germicide now. in the world. Yeah, there's, Not no, for way. All the there's the world no way. no way. Sorry. So he calls no, back with, yeah. a, with a final part okay. three here.
7: Hey, the is back to him again. Uh, just calling with an update regarding the uh, the chunk of resin that was sitting in a bowl for a few weeks.
1: Mm. What do you
2: think this guy does for a living? Because I think this is the most exciting thing that's happened to him. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, I gotta say. <laughs> Maybe since our uh, last holiday show. Yeah,
3: I don't like shit stories, but this is pretty great. Yeah, this um, is a good one. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, what does he do for? I, I I don't know. I don't know what anybody does. You could tell in this gig economy.
2: You know? Yeah, I wonder. Mm. I I don't know. I'm I'm thinking he might work fast food, mm. or some kind of waiter or service. I think he's a little thing. older. You, know, you, you know, think so? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking service. Terminator. I'm thinking. I don't know Denny's or something <laughs> okay
3: alright not available
7: anymore because I'm smoking it um, well, he
3: smoked it well, he's he 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 a sm- plumber that's for sure <laughs> yeah, he's um, definitely not a plumber he smoked he, it he
2: smoked it oh, yeah so it's not available anymore sorry people can't <laughs> get the shitty yeah. DMT pipe anymore he's smoking it yeah take it, take it down off F- yeah. Etsy yeah you know, no more shelf life on that one don't
7: feel very good I
2: mean yeah because you're smoking feces
7: I feel dirty. I don't feel good.
2: I'm in the shower Jinkum.
7: calling you guys. It's Jacob He's <laughs> <laughs> It's only
2: yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Wait, he's in the shower in calling the shower, us? I guess. How?
3: I don't know.
7: I just I just don't I feel dirty for smoking took like in a that was in the toilet for fucking weeks. Feel sick. Um,
2: yeah, it's gross.
7: Anyway. I love you guys. We should get gay married, the three of us. You know, just
3: hmm. do it. Just like. Well, c- <clears throat> call us when you have your clean bill of MRSA health, all right? And then we'll talk about gay marriage. <laughs> Please. <laughs> let's wait until you get checked out. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah, have the half. Yeah. Hap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just. Hmm. Let's do it, guys. Let's just
7: get gay married. You know, it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd wearing, be fun. Like, matching tuxedos and shit. Fantastic. No. Mashing
3: potatoes? <laughs>
2: tuxedos.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, potatoes. and potatoes. We would give okay. each other potatoes. I say, yeah.
7: God, how fucking sad is my life? I'm fucking calling a podcast hosted by a fucking YouTube fucks talking about how I'm smoking drugs that were floating in toilet water for two weeks and. I'm like puking my guts. It's time to
2: reevaluate. Did he say he call, he's your calling tises. a podcast
3: on his YouTube box?
2: No, he's like, I'm calling a podcast
3: hosted by YouTube schmucks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then I uh, that's what the kids are calling their cell phones now. My <laughs> YouTube, YouTube box. box. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of good.
2: YouTubebox.com. Okay. Yeah. Should mm-hmm, take that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's saying that. Uh, Mm. He's it's now it's this point where he's hit that nader of existence sure, where he's yeah. reevaluating his life. Yeah. Did I
3: do that every day? That happens to me a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah that that was when like I think it's yeah, when Schlitzy was offering me guidance <laughs> or something. I'm like this is where you my life is right now. System. My life is is at the point where Schlitzy is offering me guidance. I usually you know? do it after editing the show for yeah. 2 hours. Mm. I'm like what the <laughs> fuck
2: am i doing with my life god this is the only thing that has any
3: meaning right it's so sad yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
7: um
3: we've all been there
7: yeah anyway much love to you
3: guys
7: Mm. and um
3: i mean we've all looked down on the floor and you know look and see maybe if you dropped a little crumb of have heroin and then be like "Wait, wait a minute is this cat food or is this heroin I'm gonna just try.
1: I'm gonna just try
2: <laughs> you know you don't many know. times. I I, yeah. I know mm-hmm. I've like seen like little mm-hmm. white pieces mm-hmm. on the floor being mm-hmm. like,
3: I know I dropped mm-hmm. some cocaine here. I,
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good memory. Good memory. Good memory. Hey.
3: Well that was a great story.
2: Yeah, thank you mm. there, Shattered Speculum. <laughs> Shattered Speculum's DMT story. What I'm wondering is if did the DMT actually have any effect did he smoke mm. enough where he was actually tripping?
3: Yeah, did he see the gnome? yeah the G- clockwork elves David the Gnome David yeah. the
2: Gnome and the Hello, clockwork David elves the, gnome. the great band um, mm. yeah well thank you there for mm-hmm. that uh, DMT shit story mm. and usually when a pipe or drugs fall into the toilet I move on mm. I go find new drugs at that point but hey you know at, at, uh, at least he's resourceful that's a good thing mm-hmm. uh, people call the sick on hotline 323-522-4032 uh, by the way, the best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. I know we ask you to buy t-shirts and uh, buy the archives and all that, but seriously, the best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron and signing up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Um, that is the best way. and not mm. to mention you don't just like you know get a one-time thing here. It's not like you get a t-shirt. Or you get like the archives, you listen to it, you're done. You keep, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. You owe it to yourself. The so, gift uh, that keeps on giving, MRSA. Yeah, you. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. finding a pipe, <laughs> yeah. full of feces and DMT, and just smoking you for the next ten years. Yeah, because uh, there's so right. much content uh-huh. on there. Yeah, um, you know that. Like I was just talking, we were talking to Harrison. We like come up with the whole thing, mm. like the outtakes. is just me and Harrison shooting the shit. Usually, we discuss a lot of like current events. We were talking in depth about. Takashi 69, 69 that um, trial testimony oh, amazing it, shit. it is really really good it's fucking amazing um mm. i was talking about i'm going to a mm. a secret guns and roses show at the palladium tonight mm. which is a very small venue to see them but i was talking about the whole ticket master conspiracy that's going on right now and then finally uh the the big question in everyone's mind did harrison use the autoblow ai i don't know oh yeah I don't know. Right, you can find out hmm. by uh, tuning in to uh, the hmm. outtakes here on the SickRound Patreon page. So go to patreon.com/slashcigarroam. Sign up today. Finally, here's Cigarroam's song. You of the can week. also
3: find out if I'm, <clears throat> you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm about it with uh, with Nine Trey or the Brims. You know, that's, you don't know that's what, where what you would blood find set, out set I'm with. You'll yeah. find out which blood I'm, Multiple which blood blood set I'm with. Multiple blood sets. Yeah, that's right. Going on here. Mm-hmm.
2: About it. About it, son. Finally, here, cigarong song of the week. Uh, this is a Harrison pick here. Mm. "Where Evil Grows" by a '60s psych band called the Poppy Family. What's up with this band? They're they are weird. They are weird. This is weird. Like this is music that you hear when you smoke shit covered DMT. Yeah,
3: because it's like some like hippie married couple. You could, like, if you see him perform yeah. on one of those videos, they're another married
2: couple. And uh, but he but they got divorced,
3: like, you real, know. Oh, did they? Yeah, they oh, got okay. divorced, oh. uh, short, mm. uh, like, probably mm. in the 70s. They're real dark and weird. You know, they're kind of like the Partridge family, but their songs are like, what the fuck are you guys It's what's like your music, deal? I imagine, yeah. you listen
2: to when you're in a cult. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. music for people who join cults. Yeah. Uh, mm. this, this song's mm. called Where Evil Grows, but there's another song called No Blood on the Bone. Yeah, there's no Which blood is, and bone. Yeah, no blood yeah. and bone.
3: That was the one that I heard on that. I first heard about them on this like, I was like this guy who makes doom metal mixtapes, and he had some kind of because it's, it's doomy, you know. It's it like is kind of it's kind of it's definitely like
2: <laughs> thematically doom. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Whether yeah. it sounds like doom metal, doom or, I don't folk, know. I doom folk. I just did it. Yeah, doom folk. Boom. You just made a new genre. I Did. Posthumous
3: yeah. genre of music. There you go.
2: But uh, we're gonna end the show here. This is a great song though. Mm. Uh, the Poppy Family, mm. where evil grows. People, will be back next week with episode seven hundred six. Till then, take a sleazy.
0: For me. How many people came for me? How A many lot. people? A lot. Why? cuz I'm the hottest artist. And nobody but ever going to take You don't anymore. think telling people to suck your dick online got anything to do with it, too? Nah, I tell niggas suck my dick every day.
6: <laughs> you know though, you know, you know my father used to always say, if you tell somebody to suck your dick, man, you got to be ready to either kill or die.
0: I, and I'm ready to die and I'm ready to Jesus kill. Jesus
6: Christ. That's not what
7: we want, Takashi.
6: Listen to me. Young, listen to me. My
0: thing is right. Look. This is the way I look at it, right? I look at it. If I if I could walk around saying say I'm the king of New York, right? Didn't you think somebody would have done something by now? Give it some time. Give it some time? Yeah. How much time? I don't know, but I don't think that you should. Because it is a lifetime. I don't think you should be bringing that kind of energy on yourself. But listen, I'm gangster. I know I'm gangster. I know. I, I tell everybody all the time, test my gangster, right? Oh, God. Not listen to me.